review of handbook to the textual criticism of the new testament by bb warfield this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org handbook to the textual criticism of the new testament by frederick g kenyon with 16 facsimiles new york macmillan 1901 pages 11 plus three hundred and twenty-one, three dollars twenty-five net. Dr. Kenyon has been assistant keeper of manuscripts at the British Museum since 1889. He has made himself well known wherever Greek letters are cultivated by his editions of papyrus texts deposited in the British Museum and by his catalogue of Greek papyri in the British Museum published in two volumes, issued respectively in 1893 and 1898. The results of his study of the papyri he has summed up also in an excellent sketch of the Paleography of Greek Papyri, published in 1899. His interest in the biblical text has shown itself in an admirable popular volume on Our Bible and the Ancient Manuscripts, which reached its third edition in 1898, and in a series of facsimiles of biblical manuscripts in the British Museum, which appeared in 1900. The treatise which he now gives us profits, of course, from his long and close occupation with Greek diplomatics. The book is divided into eight chapters. The first of these is a brief introductory precising of the function of textual criticism. The next three give a full account of the Greek manuscripts preserving the New Testament text. These are followed by chapters on the ancient versions and the patristic quotations the volume closes with two chapters treating respectively of textual criticism in the past and the textual problem it is throughout admirably written it is clear and precise in style and thoroughly well informed in the matter the task which it sets itself could hardly be better accomplished a great part of it is of course merely a careful summary of former writers but the best writers are selected for summarizing and the work is carefully and admirably performed the information moreover is everywhere brought fully up to date nor are original features wanting it may even be said that dr kenyon out of his own stores of first-hand knowledge has added a whole new chapter to the external history of the new testament text he is able to prefix to the periods of uncial and minuscule transmission a previous period of propagation on papyrus of a duration of some four hundred years he has naturally drawn largely upon his previous writings on greek papyri for his description of this period it makes a notable addition to the current account of the early transmission of the new testament text the best thing about dr kenyon's book is its eminent sobriety an air of balance and good judgment pervades it and the reader finds no difficulty in trusting himself to the guidance of a writer who is obviously circumspect in forming his opinions and prudent in expressing them these qualities are conspicuously exhibited in the closing chapters in which the theories of the past and of the present come under discussion these are treated with the most transparent fairness and are estimated in scales of evident righteousness it is a great comfort to read a writer who reins himself in and prefers sanity to brilliancy when dealing with topics which have been made of late the peculiar field of over-acute speculation the result of his survey of past and present discussion of the textual history of the new testament is to settle down upon substantially dr hort's reading of it there has been as yet no real advance made upon either dr hort's construction of the history of the text or dr hort's methods of criticism 
but in speaking of the textual problem we are approaching the limitations of dr kenyon's good book he is content to remain the historian of the problem he offers no efficient help toward solving it in effect his book deals only with the externals of new testament criticism and has little to say about the theory or practice of the art remarkable for the excellence of its contents it is even more remarkable for the extent and nature of its omissions it offers itself as an attempt to provide a serviceable handbook to the textual criticism of the new testament for the use of students who are comparatively new to the subject page seven but it is framed on a somewhat defective theory of what is needed in a serviceable handbook the function of a textual critic it considers to be summed up in these two operations first to collect documentary evidence and secondly to examine it and estimate its value page fifteen it would seem then that it is no part of the function of the textual critic to criticize the text and no part of the function of a handbook to textual criticism to instruct the tyro how to proceed in criticizing the text when the external evidence is collected and its value estimated the critic is to stop short and make no effort to apply this evidence to the actual criticism of the text it is on this conception of its task that dr kenyon's handbook is framed accordingly all that concerns the act of criticism is omitted we look in vain for any adequate account of various readings in their origin or nature and equally in vain for any exposition of critical method for any discussion of the various kinds of evidence and their use even for any presentation of the right methods of applying external evidence itself from this hamlet certainly hamlet is left out it may be said that we are blaming the book for not being something else than it is this is in a measure true if it professes to be a handbook to the externalia of textual criticism only it deserves nothing but appreciation it puts into the hands of the prospective critic a great deal of most interesting information connected with his craft and it does this charmingly but it seems to present itself as a practical handbook to textual criticism designed for beginners and it is not unfair to the book and only fair to the beginners to say frankly that so considered it is fatally defective it does not teach the principia of the art if dr kenyon writing with the same admirable sobriety with which he has compiled these chapters on its externalia would only add further chapters on the processes of textual criticism illustrating each process from the treasures of his large experience with classical texts then he would give us the handbook we had hoped for from him if he will not do this we shall have to wait for another benjamin b warfield princeton theological seminary end of review of handbook to the textual criticism of the new testament by b b warfield